Here we go, here we go, here we go. Holler gang back this week. In the words of Steven Tyler, we're back in the saddle again, boys. Brian, Nick, how are you? Pretty good, man. How about you? I am uh, I'm still overweight, but I'm vertical and and uh, and and that's that's all I've got. Nick. Can't live in the dream. Living the dream. Big time dreamer. In a positive way. In a yeah. There you go. So, uh what do you know? We've we've got a lot to get to tonight, but but what do you know? We've got another guest. Another guest. We are just we're just some plugged in people. We love all our fans and friends and fans and friends. Uh but I've got a ride up here. You know, you know how it rolls. You guys that watch it on YouTube, you get to see the sneak peek before we introduce him to the people that listen via podcast. But I want to go in on him. I've got a ride up here that is sure to incite a giggle or two. I want to introduce to everyone the Toastmaster himself, lover of puppy dogs, pump fakes, and room temperature tequila. The corn fork creature who morphed into the Briarwood Bandit, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Spiegel. What's going on, fellas? Long time no see. Good. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Hey, I've good been doing those for a while. That's a good one, Zach. That, that is a good the, one. That's the best one I've heard so far. Well, you know, that's kind of what I do. So, but uh, Spiegel's coming to us from the land of uh, opportunity, uh, Florida, where there's never a dull moment. So we're going to get into that a little bit later, but. Uh, we'll also get into why you're here, Zach. We won't mention that you entered a contest and you were the only one to to enter, but we'll talk about, you know, your hypothetical. Oh, and before we get started, the winner of the contest, that's right. That's right. Silly me. And before we get started, I'm going to have to say, you've all had some fantastic guests. We've all learned tons from everybody. I'm just going to give everybody a warning that. That's not what's going to happen here today. <laughs> you built me up, dude. I thought you were going to lay. I thought you were going to lay him in the grave. Like I'm going to demolish it. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. No, he's been. We go ahead and warning. Nuclear physics. Everyone will now be dumber having listened to me. So just <laughs> sit back and may God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> sit back and bask in your dumbness. Oh God, you're 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 full of it. So Spig. I mean, you are well versed in the world of Holler Pod. You you need no introduction. Um, I, you know how we do things around here. We open it up with uh, what what kind of grinds your gears. You know what what got in your crawl this week. What made your blood t- pressure you know shoot through the roof? Your ears get hot. What got you going? So, uh, as a guest, we will we will allow you to go first if the, if that's okay with you absolutely i've been waiting for this and i've been day. tipped off that you've got a heater so that's really why i'm letting you go first so uh okay. tear it up the thing that has grind my gears so bad this week is these people on facebook that share these news articles without <laughs> clicking the link like you can clearly tell that these are the most fake articles you've ever seen and they swear to it as the truth. Uh, the big one this week was that Tom Brady said that he will quit football. <laughs> he will walk off the field if anyone dares kneel on the kneel on the turf. 
he read in our, I read the supposed quote. It said that it's an act of treason and that the team is nobody without him. And he swears he will walk off the field mid game. And I'm just like, everybody's like, that's my quarterback. Like, it's from like, it's from like politicalpotato.net. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So uh, media literacy, literacy turns out in 2020, you have to have an associate's degree in media literacy to, uh, to, to stay afloat. Or IQ of 12. I actually saw something really funny about that. There's, um, there's a Twitter handle. It's Titanium McGrath. And it's an, a completely like fictitious thing. And it's a it's a person, but their picture is like an amalgamation of like a bunch of different people. So it's like one of those deep fake kind of things or like uh, this person does not exist kind of things. Yeah. And they had tweeted something just totally ridiculous. I mean, just that's their whole thing. It's just absolute ridiculousness. And I saw people on Facebook were like screenshotting it and posting pictures. I was like, I cannot believe that somebody would say this kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's not a real person. <laughs> it's not a real account. And my other one, I got a call back to, I think it was the Seth episode where you're talking about these things that people pronounce wrong. Or just, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got a big one. And it's, yep. it's strictly me because everybody does it. But mine is the word taters. Anyone that refers to the potatoes as taters, it it, it just makes my skin crawl. It is well, how about taters. Oh, yeah, I'm fine it? with that one. I don't. It's just the word taters for some reason. Just, taters. Like someone can just like just have this explain what they had for dinner and just this beautifully spoken like this braised meat, and then all of a sudden, and then I mash me some taters, and it just ruins it. You sound like a moron. <laughs> Spiggle with the pa- with the with the five star palette. Don't bring the taters to Spiggle's house. Note to sell. No, it kills me, and it's a me thing. I get it, but God, hate it. There are a lot of people where we're from that Tater, use the, the phrase yeah, taters. Fried taters. Samwise. Samwise. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew, baby. That's right. Hey, the sad part about the Brady bit is we to get on the real here, we live in a society where you can just make something up, post it, get thousands and thousands of clicks, receive, you know, ad money, presumably, and then come back and have a one line apology that says we redacted this because it's fake. And you still get to keep the money. You still get to keep the revenue. So, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. You know, the, uh, well, there's no objective news sources. Well, yeah, we know. Yeah, I mean, fear porn, man. That's all that. Um, yeah, I digress. Okay, Spiggle with the absolute high heat. There is no gears left in his transmission. It is stripped solid. Those gears have been ground down to the to the nub. Uh, yeah, go Brian, ahead. Do you want to go uh, second? Yeah, sure. The only thing. Um, that's really grinding my gears is the fact that I don't have enough time to play more Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, facts. <laughs> that's that's, that's about it. Day, this is a Big recurring facts. theme. This is a recurring theme for for Brownie Boy. He uh, he yeah. has noted multiple times that there are enough not enough hours in the day. There's really not. Yeah. There's nope. really not. I can vouch. Yeah, and we need like forty-eight plus hour days. I'll take it though because uh, usually, 
if Brian's not complaining about hours in the day, he's perfectly fine. So yeah. we're, we're starting a trend. I like I like to see yeah. it. That's that's good. All right, I, I've got I've got another one, and it involves my house and somebody <laughs> selling their services. So, uh, you know, for those of you, I think I like where this is heading. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Yeah, I like okay. the sound of it. So. For those of you that are listening, you know that we're in a nationwide pandemic. It's no secret. It's why the four of us are in front of you talking. Uh, we got bored and, you know, we were tired of eating out, so we started the podcast. But um, they've shut the whole world down, okay? Like, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can go to the liquor store and you can, you know, go get your groceries. But, you know, some states have curfews and you got to wear a mask and you got to do all this and you got to do all that. There was a home security system salesman in my neighborhood today going door to door with no mask on. So, uh, what parallel planet, number one, is that a good idea? What about the current situation in the world says people seem very inviting right now in their own personal bubble? (laughs) Secondly... Who has ever bought anything from a door-to-door salesman? Don't answer if you have. I won't shame you on Twitter or on 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 the podcast or hell on Twitter either. I'll just won't shame <laughs> you anywhere. But thirdly, why does this keep happening to me? Why can't I just live? I mean, I guess I'm an introvert, but well, it's super weird garbage. because you live in like a good area. Yeah, you would think that there's not. Like you know, door to door salesman. You have bad yeah. garbage men. So listen to this. I'm in the basement. Megan's upstairs. He rings the ring. He hears the dog. So he's like, somebody's here. He doesn't leave the front stoop. He's like, I'm making this sale. I'm like, uh, okay, let's see how this works out for you, bud. Just refuses to leave. Rings the door like three times. The, the, the baby's asleep. I mean, dude, you talk about just. Whew. Pray for me, y'all. No, I had a very similar situation that happened the other day. Uh, like two years ago, this realtor guy was walking around trying to sell houses, and I was like, dude, we just got this house. We don't- walking around selling houses? Well, he's giving us, he's <laughs> get, he just started, he was getting out his business card. And he was just like, he's like, hey, can I? Are you looking to like buy a house? And I was like, no, we just got this one. We don't need one. Well, he's like, well, can I leave you my business card? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I gave it to him. I get a phone call like a couple days ago, and it was that guy. He was like, hey, do you remember me? I was like, oddly, yes. And he was like, hey, it's a real good time to buy a house right now. Are you anybody looking? And I was like, no. He was like, uh, also, you've not been responding to like any of my emails. So I was like, okay, this is enough of this. So I just hung up the phone. You should have said, no, I'm looking for some meth. You got any? Jeez. I tell you, man, I, I'm getting to the age where stuff like that, it just, it'll, it'll wreck you, dude. I'm, it is a good time to buy a house, though. Oh, my God. That. Interest rates? Oh. Interest, well, you, I, mean, I think criminal. interest rates are going to go, like, straight to zero. But. Dude, they're, they're in the twos right now. 0.25. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying that's to the bank, but I'm saying like what the bank will give you. Yeah, I think um, I think Fed's going to go negative on interest rates. Okay, all right, all right, I'm good, I'm good. 
you know, this that, that segment always helps me clear my. What about mind. Nick? Oh, Nick. You got anything, Nick? Mm, not right offhand. He hates hosts that pass him over on the Grinds My Gear segment. That's I'll be six. honest with you. When Alex was speaking, my blood was boiling for him. So I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, I'll tell you another one that really pisses me off is the salesman at the car wash. Like, we have an automated car wash in Lexington. You pull up. I'm t- I'm, I grew up in the dot-com, okay? Like, I can work a car wash screen, right? But, <laughs> oh, insert credit card, I got you, okay? They got a guy there that tries to upsell you. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. for five more dollars, you get two washes. Like, I don't need two washes, man. Look, look at this thing. It's 16 years old. I wash it twice a year. He's like, well, you can still save five dollars. I'm not worried about five bucks. He's like, take my credit card. Just take my credit card before you take these hands, please. I don't. I, I, I'm calming down. I'm reaching a new level in my life where, in through your nose, out through your mouth, goose fall by, everything's fine. I mean, I'm not cheating the hustle. Don't get me wrong. I understand. Everybody's got to make a buck, and everybody's got to hustle, but. Okay, I'm done, man. I may not have a complaint for, I don't know, a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. Okay, brighter note. Let's go. Rolling in. Segment number two. We've got some very exciting personal news on the pod. Uh, Brian, do you want to tell them? Yeah, I got married. It's pretty cool. Yay! Woo! Got married. That's why we've had a hiatus here. We've been, uh, you know, doing the wedding thing and, uh, you know, getting ready for that. It was last weekend in the midst of a pandemic. It was a speakeasy wedding. You had to knock three times on the bottom of the door, run around, touch the air conditioning, come back, say your name three times, and then they will let you in. Secret Uh, entrance. Yeah. But beautiful ceremony. Reception was bomb. Um, Thank you. I want to recap it. Talk, talk to us. Let us, let us go. What do, you, what do you think? Would you do it again? Don't answer that. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, that, listen. I will say this: um, weddings are events that last months. They're over in about ten minutes. You don't, you don't remember anything at all, and you're exhausted for like a week after. It's the weirdest thing. I don't remember. I really, I truly, I don't. The only thing that I really remember about the day was peaches. <laughs> us not being able to go to the gun range and our game of Dungeons and Dragons getting cut about 30 minutes into it. Yeah, that, okay. I got, I Obviously, got I remember like my vows and stuff like that, but Good for the same. most part, it, right, just, right. it goes, yeah, thank you. It goes by, it just goes by so quick. I mean, it really does. I know, dude. Listen, Peaches, shout out Northside Waffle House. Uh, she was a good awesome. lady. She was Northside. Awesome. Northside for life. Northside yeah. for life. Yeah. What did what did you say? Second. I forgot your second. No, oh, not get to the country. Yeah. So a part of this whole pandemic thing is people are scared out of their absolute pantyhose. Yeah. The lizard, gun the, cells the lizard yeah. people are coming. I guess they, they think are. that moving gun range at eight thirty in the morning is going to help them. I mean, that's a concept. That's a foreign concept to everybody on here and probably everybody listening. Going to a physical building to discharge a firearm. Like, we all know where we're from. You just go out somewhere and, and, you know. So, it's kind of a weird concept for us. And then the people in there make it even more weird. You're like, "Mm, I do not feel comfortable in here. 
I just like the, people, like the people that come in in like full tactical gear. Yeah. Well, Ethan uh, walks in with the thirty thirty, and the, the guy's like, "Okay, this is some Rambo stuff here." And I'm like, "Yep, this is our group." I went with Ethan one time, and as we were getting ready to go in, this guy walks out of the shooting range, and he just looks at us both and goes, "I needed that." <laughs> and Ethan and I just looked at it like, "Ugh." <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's it. It's not yeah. weird, but I mean, well, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah if we're gonna go, we need to try to go throughout the week. Agreed. That's everybody's at words. Or we just drive two hours east and or that, yeah. Just do whatever, but yeah. Um, I, I want to hit on a a crucial uh, topic that that was a part of this wedding, and it's uh, it's it's actually it actually hit the headlines Monday morning. Uh, Brian's wedding bankrupted Joseph A. Bank. I've never been more they proud. Did it to themselves. Yeah, they did it. They did it to themselves. They clearly did. And and they look, really like did. I said, I'm not cheating the good people out there in the world that work at Joseph A. Bank. I'm not cheating. I'm not diminishing your hustle. I'm not. I'm not talking down on you. However, the Joseph A. Bank at the mall needs some TLC. They need yeah. something bad. Yeah, they need, Brian, they need something bad. Brian. And rightfully so, was full Karen to Joseph A. Bank at the mall all weekend long. And it was justified. Like, it was yeah. needed. So, yeah. they pooped on us. We pooped on them. It was just, you know, the service wasn't bad. Well, they had here's some the, managers. Here's, like, a really funny part. The guy who I got the card from to, like, call the representative or whatever, he didn't even give me his card. He gave me a different employee's card. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. That's actually genius. I'm going to get a bunch yeah. of fake business cards. Yeah. And he was like, he goes, well, do you want a card? I said, heck, yes, I want a card. And he goes, well, hang on. I'll get you one of his. <laughs> I just want to say, Brian is lucky he got a, he got a hold of somebody because my girlfriend was two seconds away from burning the building to the ground. From visiting a Lexington, Kentucky jail cell. Yes. Abby Abby is like a crucial piece to the wedding. Hurricane Abby, man, I told you. Hey, and that Abby, that is a term of endearment. Hurricanes are remembered forever. Negatively, yeah. but in this case <laughs> positively. Uh, yeah. You went in there and chopped them up, didn't take no spit. I mean, because of you, we got what we needed. Yeah. Shout out On to Abby. Time. Oh, she was ready to punch that guy right between the eyes. Dude, I wish she would have. He li- he lied when <laughs> the representative called, lied about his name. And I and I told the girl, I was like, that wasn't who that was like, that's not who you're talking to. You're talking to this guy. And she just goes, Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. He's I- lying about his name. When I turned my stuff back in, you know, you walk in, it's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? And I guess they had a note on file because as soon as he typed it, scanned it, it was like, how was the what? How was the ceremony? Was there a lot of people? Can I get you something to drink? I'm like, no, you can't give me something to drink. I just drop it in a tuxedo. I don't know. <laughs> He's looking at me like, yeah, I got Crocs on. Like, what's what's the big deal? I, I'm, you know. Just but, know, under whatever he was wearing. 
was a stained wife beater. Yeah, no, a different oh, guy well, this was, time. Uh, yeah, he still got a stained wife beater on. Yeah, he's I probably, lost my. He's mom. probably watching the podcast in his stained wife beater right now, knowing that we're talking about him. I lost my. Mom. I hope he. I hope he sees this. Monday morning, I got on Twitter. Joseph A. Banks has filed for bankruptcy. Literally, this is like 10, 12 hours after we'd been on the phone with him all weekend long. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. immediately got a laugh out of me. Tough times, man. And look, hey, I'm not like I said. I'm not talking down on anybody. I understand how it goes, but it's it's a it is a it is a probably a razor thin mark margin uh business model anyway a pandemic does not help couple that with customer service that is non-existent it is a recipe for absolute disaster well the lady that i was talking to i was like look just google that store and read some of the reviews yeah that's what i did that's what i did after i left like all of them were one star i was like i was like there's a reason that this store has a one star (laughs) rating and she's like yeah, that's true. What else are you gonna do though, man? I mean, they got the, they got the market. Co- I mean, where, where are you gonna go? What, what are you gonna do? I mean, you mean they yeah. had the market? They had the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what that. happens now? Well, I mean, bankruptcy that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean. What if you started a tuxedo rental business that was like such a tertiary like component of a wedding? Like the measurements were right the first time. They yeah, like what if you started a, a, a business that was good at what they do? That'd be that'd be a shocker, wouldn't it? <laughs> the pro their process worked fine, bro. I mean, like everything they told us would happen from like a five thousand foot view level happened, right? So they got our sizes. They were shipped way before they were supposed to get there. They ha- they overnighted the correct sizes. It was a it was a personnel. It was a d- direct personnel problem. Yeah, because the Texas were actually there way before they didn't email us. <laughs> like they were there at yes. the beginning of the week and didn't email us. And then they, you know, they didn't even email us the two days before. When he, so, when, you know, when you called and he said, they're guaranteed two days before you should have said, so are these hands, buddy. So don't make me. <laughs> don't, don't down well, there. He said, he said, they're guaranteed two days before I said, it is two days before <laughs> he goes, Oh, What's your name? Well, it was just a wild I, experience. Yeah. Parker yeah, it, was, it was ridiculous. All good, though. All good, man. Yeah. We all made it. Out. Everything's fine. Snazzy as ever. Yeah, uh, everything worked out. Worked. Brian, Brian bankrupted Joseph Bank. I'll never forget it. They yeah, it's a memory that'll live on in for eternity. Except for the lady that helped me. I, I kept telling her, I was like, look, you are the most helpful person in this entire business, <laughs> like you have done more to help us than anybody. Should have slid in there on him, Brian. Hey, I'll be here. Uh, man, here's my here's my number. Yeah, Brian, do you want to manage the Joseph A. Bank? Yeah, that'd be great. I bet it's real easy right now. <laughs> I bet it is. Really I didn't easy. see what kind of bankruptcy. I didn't see eleven or seven, so it may be a total restructuring, or it may be liquidate. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Well, hey, man, if they're going to restructure, that's the first store they should start with. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Speaking training. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, okay, let's go. Speaking of infamy, let's talk about why Spiggle's here. Why is he here? Number one, he's a, belo- he's a beloved friend of everybody on the pod. Number two, he's a rightful winner of our hypothetical conspiracy theory contest. I want fair and square. 
He won fair and square. Again. I think it would have won anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty contextual to home, too. Yeah, you, I mean, you would have had no shot. And, uh, Put some you, thought I, to it. Yeah. So, seeing as Spiggle's on and seeing as he lives in the state of Florida where stuff is always dicey, never a dull moment in the news in Florida, we're going we're gonna to give him his own special segment where he enlightens us on the news from Florida citizens. Spig, make me laugh. Go. All right. So, last week we had this fine young gentleman. He decided he was going to take his 500 grams of marijuana and he was going to steal a plane and <laughs> fly it to California to meet his online girlfriend. Wow. That's a big plane. For, that's a big fuel tank on that plane. I guess he called a taxi and said, I'll pay you $1,000 to take me to the airport. There it is. That's <laughs> And, yeah, he told him. He said, uh, the guy who said he got out of the truck and he left his grinder, his scale, and his cell phone. Oh. So they decided to call the police and they found him crouching behind the wing of a plane <laughs> on a portion of the tarmac that was not accessible to the public. <laughs> what a G. 500 grams. What, I want to see what the girlfriend looked like. What is that fitting? What is what is that like a book bag or is that like a duffel bag or what? Is it a blue is it a blue duffel bag? Yeah, next to the duffel bag. Dude. You, th- what is that in pounds? It's oh. like a little over what is it over like I oh, sound like a dumb duck. A glass pop was also found here. and tested positive for methamphetamine. Oh yeah. You knew you so, knew meth you knew meth was involved. <laughs> that was a given. <laughs> That's only a pound? Okay. That seems... Okay, that's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to sound like a dum-dum. See, that is pure media sens- sensational, sensational... Yeah, if you, put fi- if, you, if you put 500 grams, it sounds worse. Yeah. Wow. I am... I am <laughs> he also... I am he also impressed at how dumb I am. He also stated that he purchased the plane for $20,000 oh. and was okay. going to fly it to California. But he didn't have the paperwork. That from the guy he bought it from. No bill of sale, man. It'll get you every time. <laughs> Got to have a bill of sale. <laughs> he, wow. Yeah, scroll back down there, Nick. It says, uh, "Oh gosh." Uh, he also says that he did not know how to fly the plane. <laughs> Minor detail. Minor yeah, he, it said he asked one of the pilots there, "How do you? How do I fly this?" <laughs> Small red flag. Uh, well, you see, sir, we got this tuxedo shop we let you people work at before we hire them. Uh, it's a Joseph A. Bank. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. If you can successfully run a Joseph A. Bank store, then you can fly a plane. There was another one I saw. That, there was another story I saw the other day. Uh, this one's from like two days ago. Uh, this guy, he got arrested for, for buying a, a Porsche and a bunch of Rolexes with cashier checks that he had made on his computer and had printed out. Whoa. And he, and he told the cops, I don't understand what's so wrong about this. <laughs> they took the cashier's checks? Whoa. Yeah, and then after it didn't go through, they they, they called the cops. 
Man, how cool would it be? Hey, but for that, that, for that small amount. For that small amount of time, though, he had a Porsche. For seven minutes, man, sure. he was hell on wheels. He was, That's yeah, true. you know, he's he going 120 on the interstate. Proud owner of a 911 Turbo. That'd be, oh, man, that'd be nice. Jeez. That would be nice. I don't know that yeah. I'd get it in white, but. Let's, Florida's wild, though. Let's play a game here, Nick. Go to uh, the search engine and just type in a Florida man. And let's see what populates. Well, uh, do the date. I like this. I like that second guy right there. Okay, hold on. Let's dissect this. Let's dissect this. Just do like eight, six. Hang on. I want to dissect this first one. Man charged with murder at Danny Beach Motel where homeless residents face eviction. Wait. Okay, yeah, let's let's wordsmith that title there. Homeless residents face eviction. How does that work? <laughs> How do you, hang on, I'm I'm really having a tough time here. Homeless residents. Does, does homeless? Do you count as homeless if you live in like uh, hotels and stuff like that? Would you be technically considered homeless? Like if you don't have a permanent residence, is that like the difference? I don't. I actually don't know. But does the definition of the word homeless not entail that eviction is not a possibility? You would think. Are yeah, I, need, I need to know. I need to. Find, I need to see the point where it says that they faced eviction. Because what are they facing eviction? Oh, uh, okay. It's all in the deets here. See, nobody reads down that far, Nick. It was an effort to get them off the street to stop the stem of this coronavirus. Mm. So, so that's even dumber. So you're telling me you put homeless people in a hotel? And then and you're upset. Expect them not to fight. Yeah, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Spiegel, you've had some run-ins with some homeless. I had a guy try to get my car once. To take you to the ATM, right? Yeah, he 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 goes, hey man, he's like, I need five dollars. We just need to. We almost have enough to get a room. I was like, man, I don't have any cash. He was like, well, I can just get in your car. And we can go to the ATM. I was like, that. Oh. I was like, not happening, homie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like said something under his breath and like stormed off. Uh, yeah, here, just rob me right now. I'm just like, just shoot me right here, and you can just take all my money. Jeez, I dude, listen, we I vacationed there. Oh, look, one time when I was at the beach in Florida, I'm not even kidding. The news said Thomas Edison arrested. Nick, you maybe <laughs> no. Thomas, when I worked. When I worked on the beach, I had to stop a arrested Florida. When I worked on I worked on the beach, you see some wild things. I was, I, we had to stop a fully naked, stark naked, not one bit of clothes on. We had to stop this dude from fighting another guy. And you know how hard it is to, to stop a drunken, naked overweight, man. naked man? Like a greased up pig. You can't do anything. Yeah. Because oh the, the old man accused him of stealing his wallet, and yeah. he had the 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 guy had clothes on to start, and then once the old man started saying, <laughs> "You stole my wallet," he said, "You want to see?" And he took his took his trunks off and threw them at the guy. He said, "Search him." <laughs> he didn't have his wallet, but he also ended up probably he's probably now a registered sex offender. What's this all over a beach probably. chair? Over a wallet. 
gosh. What what is it, man? Is it is it just the It's in the water. Is it the latitude? I was gonna say there's something in the water there. There has to be. It's the salt water, man. It makes people crazy. Yeah, you're not supposed to drink the salt water. I kinda feel bad for that guy though. Gets in your pores, dude. Didn't steal didn't steal anything. And you end up a sex offender. Mm-mm-mm. Nick, if you erase the date, there's a story on there that intrigued me. A drunk Florida man spits in a kid's face for wearing, for wearing a mask. A mask. <laughs> tells, him he, tells him he has coronavirus. He stabbed him. He. Okay, let's read this for the people on podcast. A Florida man allegedly grabbed a boy who refused to remove his mask at a restaurant, got in his face, spittle and all, and hissed at him. <laughs> you now have coronavirus. <laughs> what restaurant is this? Is this hey? It's, it's got to be like it's, oh, Denny's. Oh, did it say Denny's? I was going to say Golden Crow. Ricky T's Bar. He's oh, Ricky T's. I was hoping it was like Golden Crow. <laughs> He was barefoot and appeared intoxicated. Why? Why do they? I mean, what is it about Florida other than it's warm there all the time? I get that, and it's a, you know. Half, I think that's it. Everyone percent of the state is is coastal, and everybody wants the, to be down. But like people just end up the, like. What is it about people in Michigan or somebody to say oh, we're going to Florida? Like, what? Why Florida? What? Why not? Because it's not. Because it doesn't snow there. Yeah, I can get people that go for and the homeless people, and then all the homeless people migrate down here because, like, again, you don't have to. There's you don't have to worry about the cold. It's just hot out here. They're in California, and there's no state income tax. Yeah, and if you file for bankruptcy in Florida, they can't take your house. You now have coronavirus. (laughs) What is spittle? What's a spittle? Like when you're talking. Like yeah, when you're like. Well, like when someone's really angry and there's spit flying out of their mouth. Spittle and hiss. You now have coronavirus. <laughs> the frothy liquid secreted by the... Ugh. I wonder, it said, did it say the age of the kid? Was it like a kid? Or was it like somebody it, that was like it, 17? They didn't release his... It says that... Um, it means he's under. He tried to shake the boy's hand. when the chi- They're saying child. When the child, whose age was not given, so that means he's like young... Said no. Allegedly grabbed his arm tightly and put their faces close. <laughs> nobody, nobody knocked this dude's lights out. Dude, his victim yeah. stated that um, whatever this guy, how you say it, Cope, Copenhaver, was in such close proximity that spit particles from his mouth landed in his face. <laughs> Dude, it's wild here. I'm telling you. I see stuff this, like this all the time. I tell you, man. To go back to the grinds my gears, the mask stuff is wearing me out. Wearing me out. Yeah, because they don't do anything. I mean, wear it or don't wear it. I'm totally indifferent to your call. Seriously, listen. Go and get an N95 mask. A 3M N95 mask. Open up the booklet. It says on the booklet, does not protect against viruses. The CDC just released a study that said, oh, hey, by the way, masks, they don't help viruses. Well, duh. You dummies, duh. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm just like, wear it or don't. I don't care. Just yeah. shut up. You shouldn't it. be forced to wear one. If you want to wear one, wear one. 
look, but you same, shouldn't be forced to. Yeah, like the same way that I do not say anything to you if you have one on, I also would expect you to not say anything to me if I if I don't have one on. You know, it's the, like, it's the old ladies at the grocery store that get in your face and like, man, yeah. this is not doing anything. Yeah, Please and I understand. Look, and I understand that protecting the people that that you know are. You know, immunocompromised. I understand. I understand all of that. I really do. But it just—I I don't need social media novels. I don't need videos. I don't need news clips of masks. I mean, if you—it's—it's it's a mask. Like, well, I don't. Never in a million years would you expect to walk into your bank with a mask on, or a liquor store with a mask on, like. What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's funny now because it's, it's like a normal. Like you don't, you don't think twice of like, hey, I'm walking into a bank with a mask on. Yeah, I've now, got a mask, like a normal thing. glasses, and a hat on, and I'm going to go to the bank. Brian and it's, I stopped in a totally okay. store two weeks ago, and I told the guy behind the counter, I was like, "Hey, buddy, uh, you know, it kind of goes against my better judgment to walk in here with the mask on. You can't see my face." He's like. I got, I'm packing heat or something like, okay. Like, Oh, speaking of back to the wedding, I wonder how that, that old boy that got that pie in the Tavarski and a can of Coke's doing. <laughs> I hope he had a good night. Yeah. So I I, on the way home from the rehearsal, we were hunting bourbon, you know, anytime you're in new territory, for those of you that don't know, uh, right. Anytime you're somewhere where you're not used to being, stop in the liquor stores, check out the bourbon, see what they got. You might find something, uh, you know, highly sought after, collectible. So Spiggle and I go into this little mom and pop liquor store. Dude walks in, walks straight over to the, you know, thing, grabs like a 50 cent can of Coke and a pint of T-bar, and it's gone before he hits the door. <laughs> it cost, it probably cost him a dollar fifty. Totally yeah, and there was just something about his face and the, the lady's face that told me that, that happens like three times a day, probably. It's a regular occurrence. Yeah. And that was the, probably the second or third time that day. It's just like, oh, whoa. Man. It was also unbelievable how criminally cheap it was. It was like three twenty-five. I'm like, wow. Mm. It may have been that guy right there. Spittle in the face. Who knows? Never know, man. Never know, dude. I wasn't when I used to bounce. Um, Lexington would have you know a small homeless population and when i would bounce we you know if i worked the front door we would have tables out in front of the of the bar there and people would come out and drink and smoke cigarettes and uh while they would sit their drinks out on the table the homeless population would like sprint <laughs> by to try to grab <laughs> the drinks of the people like it didn't ma- it didn't matter if it was it didn't matter and they would just like run by and grab drinks, try to, you know, run off with the glass. I mean, it's just like, it's unbelievable. Spiegel, this is, this is totally off topic, but um, what are gas prices in Florida? Because you guys never like shut down. Honestly, I couldn't tell you because where, where like work pays for my gas, I don't look at the price. I just like, mm. I don't care. You just get it. Yeah. yeah, I think I saw one place. I think I saw the other day somewhere. I think it was like dollar ninety eight. Mm. Man, I was in Lexington earlier, and it's like, oh, it's like well over two dollars there. It's always yeah. high here, man. It's always. It was high. like two forty something. It's like a dollar eighty something 
or less here in Winchester. And I was like, that's not. Yeah, like, that's it, was like like it was like a dollar. It's like a dollar ninety something the other day. I don't know why it's so. Whoa. Dang. Dollar eighty nine. Costco. Costco. Let me some Costco. Costco, Costco. All right, boys, I want to go into sports. We do not sadly have uh, much of anything. Not a lot lot went on this week. Not a lot went on this week, but there was some breaking news late last night, early this morning. The man that I idolized until I quit playing football, the greatest linebacker to ever put on a pair of pads, has two sons, and they've committed to the University of Kentucky. So, the 14-year-old me inside of me used the restroom on himself when he saw it on Twitter. But, um, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, Ray Lewis's two sons, I think it's Ray Sean and Ray Shod, I believe, if I, if I remembered that correctly. Very similar names. Yeah. Committed to UK this morning. So, what we're going to see, guys, I will have my binoculars, Rayshad and Rayshawn, yes. Uh, Ray Lewis is going to be in Lexington, and I am going to geek really hard. we got to go find him. He's my idol, dude. I still he, I, I still have a Ray Lewis fathead on, my, on the wall in my childhood bedroom. And my mom is constantly saying, will you please take this large man off the wall? I'm like, (laughs) no, I will not. (laughs) Never. She's like, we're turning this into the guest room, and it's kind of, you know, just imagine being a guest here. I'm like, it's Ray Lewis. (laughs) He's just protecting you. He won two Super Bowls. Yeah. What are the rules? Can Ray Lewis walk the team out? Can he do his little dance before we come out onto the field? I would. Let me tell you something. You could shoot me, and I wouldn't even feel it. (laughs) <laughs> just just line me up and run me over whoever playing that day just count it as a w yeah i tell you i'm betting the mortgage on that one boys <laughs> no that's uh that's a huge grab for i mean i think these two i don't i remember his oldest son he played running back at miami i do remember him but i do not remember these two uh his brothers I think they have kind of bounced around, Zach. Am I right? They've bounced around. Yeah, one of them. One of them's been to like I think it's like on his third school. But like, I saw their numbers. Like they put up pretty decent numbers for what they are. Yeah, and the one, the one played offense at his first school, and then defense at the second school, and then the other one is a wide receiver. So, well, it uh, says Rashad played at Utah, Utah State, and then transferred to Maryland. Yeah, I think at Maryland, Maryland, he didn't do too bad. I thought they're both going to be walk-ons. Yeah. He wow. was a um, wide receiver in special teams at Maryland. And then Rayshon, mm, several games at Florida Atlantic last season before Boys, Ray started in Central matter. Florida. They could not ever see the field. Ray Lewis's kids play for UK. Ray Lewis yeah. will be in Lexington. I mean, that's Ray Lewis. Ray yeah. Lewis will wear that's, at that really some point this Dude. season will be wearing – Kentucky Blue. We'll be wearing Kentucky merchandise. Ray Lewis, man. I mean, that's yeah. right. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I almost lost it. I'm a Ravens fan. For those of you that haven't picked up on that yet, I'm a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Always have been. Everybody's like, you live in Kentucky. How are you a Baltimore fan? I'm like. Those people I, can 
kick rocks because they're probably yeah. Steelers fans. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've never seen Steelers more, fans. Never seen more Steelers fans in Eastern Kentucky in my life. Yeah, dude. There's more Bengals fans than anything. Oh, you're there's not. That is not. Oh, not true. Toes. Yeah, it is. Toes man. meets baseboard. I know. <laughs> listen, Craig, Craig Cooley's gonna come find you, Brian. Hey, listen, man. It's I like would me. Rather... It's like me, Craig, and like Tory Hunt. That's like the only three Bengals fans I know. I would I rather get Tory. a Washington uh, football team tattoo than go to a Cincinnati Bengals football game. It's fun time. Hey man, I I don't go. I won't go anymore. I've been twice and literally have had to fight my way out of there. Literally, like you can't like, be the you can't be the opposition. And I'm a big dude. Like I'm not comfortable in there. It's um, fun time. It's fun time when you're a fan of the Bengals. Can't yeah. wait last year when the Ravens uh, get sixty out them. Yeah, that's when Lamar had to run too, right? Yeah, man, it's okay. That, Joe Burrow's going to lead us to the promised land. Yeah, yeah. Burke's already riding that horse, man. Listen, respectfully, I like Burrow. I do. I really do like him. If y'all don't get an offensive line, it is not going to matter. That is very accurate. It ain't going nowhere. Or I should have said, if you buy a Porsche with a cashier's check, you ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Or not very far. We're not going anywhere until they decide to open up that pocketbook. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, let it be known, okay? I'm not a Bengals fan, and, and the Bengals fans bother me more than the physical Bengals, but um, no disrespect, Spiggle. I get it. Burrow's previous quarterback had the nickname of, and I'm going to be very professional here so we do not have to cut this, um, <laughs> a... A member of a dog's anatomy. We'll say that. For Not wrong. That don't yeah. know who I'm talking about. Andy Dalton, former quarterback of the Bengals. His he has red hair, and his nickname was that of uh, a a a, <laughs> a, a dog, dog. A dog's anatomy. So uh, I always like to make fun of that little little joke there. Um, but he's listen. he's a Cowboys problem now. Listen, he'll probably go tear it up. Going home to Texas, he'll be fine. Who knows, man? If they don't give Dak the money he wants, it may be the Andy Dalton show. Oh, gosh, I'd love it. I didn't. I actually didn't hate Andy Dalton. I mean, he was—he's a good know. guy. Yeah, I thought he seemed to be a pretty good quarterback. It's just everything else with the team is the problem. You don't have an O line at yeah, all. And their best O lineman left them, Whitworth, and then they got rid of Smith. So. Um, you better uh, long days. I don't know how they drafted. I didn't pay attention, but, um, yeah, pretty good. But again, we don't have an offensive line. The AFC North is not a division where you can make it without an offensive line, dude. And that's across the board. Like that's across the board. It doesn't matter. You're going to beat each other up. I I mean, every single week it's the SEC of of the NFL and I'll I'll fight. You know, they always say, like, this position or that position is, like, the most important. It It is 100% offensive and defensive line are, like, the most important positions. Because you, yeah, like, sure. you can have, like, a decent quarterback and do well as long as you have, like, a good line. Look at the Cowboys all those years. Mm. It didn't matter who played quarterback for the Cowboys. The offensive Shot line is... Fired at Troy Aikman. Jeez. 
Facts. It's true though. Like he was, he's decent. He's like a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, man. Uh, crazy numbers. The um, I mean, you you have to, you can't. It's just, bot human bodies are so far advanced now. It's it's just a different. It's like you're going to start having to pay your left and right tackles as much as your high profile guy. You have to. You have yeah. to look at that as an insurance policy. Was you that, know, Quentin Nelson deserves so yeah. much money. Thirty years ago, everybody was a big body, and you just—I'm not diminishing what those guys did at all, but you didn't have JJ Watts and Aaron Donalds out there on the other side of the ball. You know, yeah, 295 pounds, four percent body fat, and runs a four seven forty, four six forty. It's like that is out of a lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like. People grown in the land. Yeah, yeah, that's like human. Yeah, that's like human advancement to the nth, you know, nth degree. But yeah, so that's some exciting news for me. Uh, I'm not gonna say I jumped up and down and and did a little happy dance when I heard Ray Lewis. You know, I mean, that's- I, had, I had to double check my phone because that wasn't even like rumored news. This is a, I was laying in bed and it said Ray Lewis's sons transferred to. I was like. What is going on? I didn't know he had twins. I only knew of his older son, and I thought not, he was. They're not. They're not twins. I don't think. I think uh, one's older than the other. Oh, not positive. That shows you me. how little I know. Huh. All right. Moving on to our beloved last little bit here. Uh, I got to give it to you guys. Listen, we're gaining a following on uh social media that a lot of people would be jealous of so every time you guys know how we do it every time we come on we tee it up to you guys hit us with something deep make us think and uh we had a ravenous response this week for the q a session with our with our main man spriggle here uh so nick let's let's uh get into the q a's and see see what uh the people brought to the table this week these are always my favorite and for those of you new listeners, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. We've been slacking on the Twitch stuff, but yeah. I, I did see there's a new update for Warzone. Oh man, I played a little bit last night. I did see that. How is it? Uh, Let me tell you, the pros are out. I'd give it about two weeks. I physically yeah. might be the worst Warzone player of all time. I'm not. I'm not pretty. I'm not. I'm not really good either. There was a time where I was decent, but it's not. It's gone. It has left me, and it will never return to me. But the pros are out, Brian, and they're all streaming, and it's not fun right now. Just give it, give it a little bit. <laughs> oh well, let's just get good. And beat well, that too. I think I don't have enough time. G I T G U D. It's too late. G I T G U D. You have to be good when it first comes. You have to get good when it first comes out, and stay that way. Yep. That okay. ship sailed. I want to start at the top here, real deal, B Quill, because I want to end on the heater at the bottom. I like uh, the heater at the bottom. Shout out to the fam. <laughs> Shout out to the fam. First question. Here we go. Q&A. Behind the mic tonight with the special guest. Hit us with the deep stuff. We'll get to it. Coming through as we promised. Real deal. Be quill. Hey, guys. First time. Long time. We all played junior pro together, so I was curious which team and also which player did you fear the most. I will hang up and listen. I have got an answer that is going to floor everybody on this. I have an answer. It's not even a debate. It's not even a debatable question. Right, it's just really funny. I th- we may be talking about this. Okay, Ghost Big. 
th- th- there's only one answer to this question, and it's Erica Mead. Oh my God, dude! I was gonna say the same thing. Erica Mead, the greatest junior pro basketball player of all time. Not even I, the Warriors. Erica Mead. Warriors, I've got yeah. it written down here. And Nate and Julie. Yeah. Yeah. What a team. Dude, she was fierce. And listen, she played shortstop on my minor league baseball team, and she threw harder than anybody on the field. Yeah. yeah. And she was a dead eye from deep, dude. She, she, don't tell Nate this, but she freed a lot of shots up for Nate because we'd have to double team Erica Mead. We were looking through the Floyd County, old Floyd County Times, and like Erica and Nate were putting up like, Erica had scored 20, and Nate would score like 14. And I'm like, <laughs> We're children, and you all are just putting up numbers. We're eight years old. You guys are out here getting buckets. Is that what you're going to say, Brian, the Warriors? No, no, no. I actually have told you this before. I don't know if we've told this on the podcast, but the Raptors, your team, was the dirtiest team in the league. Fast. And it wasn't wasn't that I was afraid of you guys, but we all knew, one, you had a botter. I can't remember who it was. (laughs) Andrew Skeens. Was it? Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, he he was a botter. Um, But we knew that you guys were the dirty team. So when we played you, we were always like, watch out. You know, like, stay on your toes. Watch out. The biggest kid on the team is the point guard. Now that we mention it, let me me pull up some stats here. Uh, I want you to know here in the training league here, the Raptors beat the Hawks 16-8. to And Alex led the Raptors with 15 points. 15 of the 16. What can I say? What can I everybody, say? Well, everybody else on the team was botting people. <laughs> hey, it's a diversionary tactic, man. It's a diversionary tactic. I, I rem, you know, when you told me that like two days ago, Brian, I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about, the meanest team? But as soon as you said the botter, I was like, I yeah. remember that instance specifically. And I forgot Botters who. Botters and scratchers. I got beat by him. I know that. The original Splash Brothers here. We have Devin Clifton and Nick finished with 14 each. Whoa! That's Nick! awesome. Nick! Torch that thing, dude. Leave some pep <laughs> for the ball, rest baby. Of us. 14 points, man. That We scored 14 as a team. You just heard that. <laughs> Who's your, who, what team did you fear the most, Nick? Man, the one that I can always think of was the Supersonics. Yeah, that was a good team too. You had Michael and Josh. I was gonna say the Spurs because DJ usually <laughs> dropped thirty-one in this game. I'm looking at. <laughs> Man, that is a listen. Six, seven, eight-year-old me. There was nothing bigger in the world than the junior pro basketball. basketball. It was awesome, man. It I, was so much fun. You could not imagine that you would ever get to anything in your life that was as significant as junior pro basketball. Like that was like the thing, man. Like Saturdays, oh my gosh, we're gonna go play junior pro. I got a game, and then UK is gonna play. Man, I'm gonna eat Hobart's deep dish pizza and pizza knee high. Like, oh my god, it's a full day. Like, what more could I want? But again, I don't know who we need to contact. But Erica Mead's Warriors jersey needs to be hanging up at Adams Middle the, School. Oh, uh, dude, she, yeah. she, she seriously, I, she was good. When I saw that tweet, I was like, I got a ringer here, and it's not even close. And I'm that's so the first thing that popped in my head. He said that. I said, Erica Mead. So glad you validated that. I don't even remember who else was on the team. Julie, Nate, and Erica is all I remember. That's all you needed. Yeah. They could have beat everybody three on five. <laughs> oh, my God. That is great. That is a trip down memory lane. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the thinker himself. 
Adam G. 18. Can an all-powerful God create hot wings so spicy even... I'm going to assume that he means he cannot eat them. Yes. Well, I appreciate the... Uh, the uh, I don't know, Brian. The first thing I'm going to say, Adam, that G should be uh, lowercase. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, why not? I mean, oh, can an all-powerful God create hot wings so spicy he cannot eat them? Is this like a movie quote or something? Is he being serious? Mm. Adam, have so. you ever had a ghost pepper? Oh, gosh. Listen, he's going to be driving somewhere, and he's going to be like, wow, they really, they really <laughs> tried to answer this. Or a Carolina Reaper. They really tried yeah. to answer this question. I've had those um, chips. What were those called, Nick? Uh, mm. You know what I'm talking about. It's got ghost pepper stuff on them. Yeah. Listen. I got a bag of them. If, if Brad, if you're listening, the hottest thing I've ever eaten in my mm. life, mm-hmm. in yep. my life, came from a medicine dropper out of a back shelf of a gas station, and we were told explicitly that this is placed in uh, canisters in India and they throw them at elephants to rid them of the village. You, you were there, weren't you, Spiggle? Yeah, to this day, oh. I'm still... Oh. I'm, I'm not recovered. Oh my gosh. I forget what that was called, but... Gee, was it like capsaicin? No, it was... Um, uh, it was It I, was an actual... It had a name. I just don't remember it. Brad will have to let us know. But it was like a cruel joke that he would play. Like, give me a I thought you were there the day I thought he killed. I thought he murdered Sherman Holiday. <laughs> we were mentoring. I remember it. We were mentoring. He had to sit Sherman. down. He couldn't talk. <laughs> Brian, it's one of those, like... I'm not, listen, I'm not making light of what happened in Beirut yesterday. Not at all. I'm going to use the image that we're, that we've seen on social media, the mushroom cloud. Yeah. That, that is what, like, as soon as it hits your tongue, imagine that mushroom cloud, just all in your, your mouth, like your nature, just, just out through your ears and everything. Mm. Like it would knock your vocal out. It'd knock your vocal cords out. So Sherman took a big dropper and he was like, <laughs> He couldn't talk. He couldn't breathe. I thought we were going to call an ambulance. Oh, man. Yeah, it was funny for like two seconds, and then you're like, he is going to have a heart attack. What movie is that? Dumb and Dumber, where they give the guy the hot sauce and he has the heart that's attack. That's exactly what it was. That's the exact reaction he had. Oh, my. It was not good. <laughs> to a T. Except he was not laughing like that. And he didn't die. Yeah. He, he kept going, that's pretty hot. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. That was terrible I like stuff. Sherman, man. I wonder what Sherman's up to. Living the dream. Yeah. Probably. Who knows, Brad? You'll have to let us know what that is. But haunted ghost pepper, what are these? The chips? Yeah, these are pretty good, actually. Get out of town. Have you ever heard of the one you chip can get them challenge? At the gas you don't eat these. Yes, you can get them in a gas station. I've got, them in the, I've got them in the cabinet. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, have you seen the videos of people doing that? Shaq did it. Yeah. Shaq did yeah. it. It's hilarious. 
it's so hot that when you breathe, the coolness, you, you know what I'm talking about. It it's makes like, it worse. oh. Hey. Well, that's, have you ever had Fire in the Hole at Joella's? No. Yeah, it's, once and it was miserable. Uh, yeah, so it's not, it doesn't have a flavor. It's just it's hot. hot. <laughs> There's no flavor. Just it's just, it's just like, just, they're just flexing. This is their torture. Mouth. Like, yeah. this tastes like hot. Let's see what we got here, boys. <laughs> I don't, I did, the Lord did not gift me with a palate that can, uh, like, Brian brought over some banana peppers. Nope. Tore me up. Lit me up, up and well, down. those are like, you know, yeah. like actual banana peppers, not like, Pepperoncinis you know, or whatever. Yeah, I never did like hot stuff, man. I, I like to taste my food. Okay, we have saved, um... We've saved probably the best question for last year, and I don't think it's even close. Um, from 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 Jordan, uh, I, got little, I got a little insight on this one too. She may share the same last name as our guest here. I'm not real sure. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the fam. What's the inside baseball? Go ahead. Uh, one Donald Spiegel was not amused by this question. <laughs> He's not a fan of the question. George, she texted me. She goes, "Told Dad, he did not find it funny." Well, that's too I always, bad. I always, like these, I always like these type of questions because they, uh, you get to see what what wires somebody's head here. So, uh, I'm going to read it, and the question is: Would you rather fight 500 rat-sized Donald Spiggles uh, or one Donald Spiggled-sized rat? Jesus. So, uh, I, I don't. I, I, I have an answer. Okay. I, yeah, I, I love it. My answer as well. Shout out to my father. Love him dearly. I'm stomping out those 500 Donald Spiggles. <laughs> I'm stomping out those 500 rat sized Donald Spiggles. Because the thought of a, a Donald Spiggle sized rat. Is the most I'll never I won't sleep tonight. It's the most terrifying <laughs> thing I can think of. Five hundred rats is a lot, dude. Like that's a very that. See, I never know. Like I never know. Five hundred rats. Like no, five hundred chances. Small Donald Spiegels. <laughs> oh, oh, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, or it's five hundred rat oh, yeah. sized. Yeah, okay, it's like yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. in rat. I'm not screwing with the big rat then. Yes, I no, choose yeah. option A as well. I'm stomping See, out my I'm, I'm stomping out five hundred of my dad every time. I'm Donald Spiegel size rat because I don't think I can harm a hair on Donald Spiegel's head. Oh that's anything that looks like him. See, Brian's tugging on the heartstrings. I'm playing yes. the numbers. I am too. I'll fight for my life against Give me my steel rat. give me my steel toes. I'm starting to kick. His father. His own flesh and blood. His, man, they'd be climbing up you. The patter for me. Oh, they would. Going at him. Give me a torch. They're everywhere. So I think we uh, successfully answered three of those questions. Uh, One one, I'm not going to mention the one. Yeah, not going to mention that. Do better. Do better. (laughs) Be better. (laughs) Be be better. You're the thinker. You got to be better. And if you think it's about you, probably is. Oh my gosh! All right, Spig, you've done it, man. You made it. You made it. Made to the, had, made to the had, end, dude. What do you think? Is the podcast live for you? 
think it is. I enjoyed it. Wasn't as bad as I thought. Gets in your bud, man. It's fun, man. We've been Facebook live in this whole thing, so all the cuss words your mom heard them. I'll I'll call and tell her everyone I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was good to see her this weekend. That's another thing too, man. Like when you have a wedding, like oh, like, speaking of Laura, we almost had to. We almost had to. We almost got banned from the Cracker Barrel. Oh, oh, what happened? Laura, Laura, and this waitress—they were nose to nose, ready, to, ready to rip each other's hair out. Abby's probably looking at you like, "What have you got? Where am I?" Well, do tell, tell the story, man. Come on, don't bake me up. Okay, so they forgot Laura's toast. Oh, I Laura, Laura wasn't happy about it. Laura gave her some attitude. The waitress gave her some attitude. And it almost came to blows. Man, you can't do that as a waitress. You can't. You just gotta take like everybody's BS. Some of my best moments in my life are Melissa Branham ending ending waitress careers, like just ending them. Like, do you remember? Do you remember the Radio Shack guy? Oh God, I, there's so <laughs> many, man. And you never knew. You never like. You never knew what would pop off. No. Well, even now, like when I'm with mom and like, you know, we'll go through a drive through or something. She'll do that thing where she talks about the people giving you the food with like the slide window open. And I'm like, please stop. <laughs> please don't do that. Also, before my mother kills me, I made it up because she said I need to stop acting like she's so mean to everybody. She's not. She's never been mean to me at all. Zach. I don't know. What no, Laura's about. great. Lord Spiegel's a saint. Listen, when I rode down your hill and cut my heels off my foot, good she, was only, she was the only help I had. I remember that. Honestly, how fast do you, how much speed do you think you, how fast do you think you're going? Well, I was, I'm an oversized, whatever age demographic I'm in, just, you can just add 20 pounds to that and you've got me. So I don't know. Was that 10, 9, 10? I was oversized for a 10-year-old. So we'll just tell the story for those of you that don't know. Matt Zach's house, where Zach used to live, on top of a huge hill, right? Concrete hill. Uh, the neighbors were at the bottom. We're going to play. They say, hey, come play. I'm like, yeah, I beat Zach to the big wheel. I get on the big wheel. Where I'm from, when you want to stop a big wheel, you throw your feet down because it's flat ground. So this big wheel is unlike any I've ever seen. It's got it's got a front tire that has air and a tube, and it's got it had, had a handbrake. It's got two handbrakes. It had two handbrakes. Yeah. I'm thinking, man, I got this. I'm I'm from Bull Creek. That's <laughs> Corn Fork. Ain't never seen nothing like this. So I get about halfway down that hill, and as I mentioned, I am larger than most whatever age I was children at that time. Uh, and I get halfway down that hill, and the brakes just blow. They go out. So here goes Big Al down the hill. I'm going to say Mach 2, firmly Mach 2. Nowhere to go. Ditch to my left, ditch to my right. Uh, there's a wooden outbuilding in front of me, and I run firmly through it. But, Not into but it, through, through it. it. Yeah, so the key, and I left out the, the, the key part there is, got real scared about halfway through the ride and tried to put both my feet down. So... Imagine a, a, a child from Eastern Kentucky that never wears shoes in the summer. He's got, you know, calloused bottoms of his of his feet. He, he walks around barefoot all the time. So imagine the thickness of, of, of his sole of his of his foot, or I'm, I'm sorry, the heel of his foot, 
uh, and then imagine the force when he tries to stop on a big wheel going down a hill that would tear the flesh off both of the bottoms of his feet just instantaneously, just like, whoop, gone. Uh, and then, you know, finish the ride out, ride through a, a building, and then lay there and try not to cry. But uh, I'm, a better man. I'm a better man for it. And you got a story out of it. And I got a story. And I got a podcast. I didn't cry a wink until my mom picked me up, and then I cried the whole way home. <laughs> it's such a weird injury, dude. Like it was, and it was a part. It was like the cleanest cut. Imagine like taking, like imagine the biggest spoon in your drawer, like an ice cream spoon, and cut that cir- cut that shape out of your heels right now. Like you could, I couldn't wear shoes. I had to walk around on flip flops and walk on my tiptoes. It's a weird injury. It's a very weird injury. And Spiegel laughed at me. It's funny. You went to a building. <laughs> Tore a building. Like <laughs> you went through it. Oh god! It's the most impressive thing I've ever seen it's today. A miracle we're still here, guys. I mean, it really is. Between the corn fork and the G Rob stories, it's a miracle that we're still here. It's true. It's all true. true. It made us who we are today. Wouldn't want to grow up anywhere else. That's right. That's right. All right. I'm ready to wrap it up, boys. It's been a long day. Uh, you know, the the home security salesman really got my blood curdling. And you guys know, anytime you reach a peak and then you just bottom out, it's over. Yeah. So, um, Spig, thanks for coming on. We'll have you back, no doubt. No problem. Good what, time. Uh, What's your words of uh, What's your words of wisdom for the followers? What are you gonna What are you gonna leave them with? When life gives you lemons, squeeze it to a squirt gun and shoot it into somebody's eyes. That is some Andy Molnaka stuff right there. It also takes a lot of work to get it in the squirt gun, but uh, like I said, never cheat the hustle. You could just I guess you could just buy like the pre-squeezed lemon juice and then put it oh, into the squirt gun. Yeah, that's that's less point. work. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. It's kind of cheating. Though. All right. Uh, cheating. Mutilation on your peers is what Spiggle's leaving you guys with. Brian, what do you got for him? Oh, gosh. Um, I would just say to love everyone. E-L-E, baby. E-L-E. E-L-E. I will say that I took Brian's advice on the SLV calls, and uh, they are oh, up yeah. 85% in the past three months. So. Uh, for those of you out there tinkering with the idea of what Brian has to say about the stock market and investments, uh, I'm pretty he's, good. He's one for one in my book. So yeah, hit him SLV, up. SLV gold. Um, I, I still think silver's got a pretty good run up. It'll probably be, it'll probably be fifty dollars in the next mm, three four months. I would say. Um, Bitcoin's another good one. Bitcoin Ethereum. I've been talking about that for a while, but. I think those are solid plays, even right now. Is it a is it a physical bit? Is it a coin? Well, who knows? I mean, yeah, I've, yeah, I've not read the news since 2015. Coins. Am I missing something? Yeah, yeah. It's Florida man. Florida man steals a bitcoin. You know, it's all that. Yeah. All right, Nick, make it deep, dude. Come on. You need to go see peaches at Waffle House in Northside. Yes. Yeah, tip peaches. Yeah, she's yeah, tip her well. She's super nice. She did great. 
it's also very awkward when you go into a Waffle House that you've never been in and during a pandemic, and it's evident that you are sitting in the seat of a regular um, and who, who can now not come in because of the capacity restrictions. So uh, that's the fastest Waffle House I've ever eaten. Just because Waffle I House, the tension in the air. <laughs> Waffle House is the best restaurant in America, in that my is, opinion. Yeah, bang if, for your buck. Uh, if my if my cook isn't outside smoking a cigarette before he comes there. in and cooks my food, I don't want to eat there. Look, I mean, all everybody <laughs> that works at a Waffle Mark, House, baby. like they genuinely want to work. You know okay. what I mean? Like they want to be there. They're trying. I've to do never. Good. I've never had a bad Waffle House experience. Neither. Oh, I've had some crazy experiences. The food's never been bad, but I've had some crazy. I was in one one time. A dude came in with a baseball. Did I tell you all that? No. No, this I, is I a new think. one. I was in one on campus one night, and a guy came in with a baseball bat and started busting the windows and then went out in the parking lot and uh, beat 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 the life out of a Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, just beat it senseless. How do you react to that? I hammered my all-star special. That's what I did. <laughs> and the grits. I think I actually finished all the grits. But, I mean, look, dude. It's 2 in the morning. You're at Waffle House. The one on Richmond Road has a security guard. <laughs> with a Glock and a bulletproof vest. So, you never uh, know when something's going to pop off. There you go. Yeah. that's those that Those are great words to... Uh, those are great words to end on, boys. I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have anything. I'm, I'm drawn from an empty well. But you never know when something's gonna pop off. <laughs>